This is Good Better Broker, a podcast from UWM. What if, instead of viewing a real estate agent as a referral partner, you viewed them as a client? This is the strategy that Quinn Moran and Tyler Lux have used to build a branch that did over $100 million in production last year. In this episode of Good Better Broker, Quinn and Tyler explain their process for cultivating close relationships with realtors, including their strategy for targeting listing agents. Episode 19 of Good Better Broker is coming up. This information is provided to mortgage professionals only and is not intended for or authorized for consumer distribution. The views expressed by guests are their own and do not necessarily represent the views of United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast series do not constitute legal or other professional advice or endorsements of any kind. All right, welcome back to Good Better Broker. Justin White with you as we bring in Quinn Moran and Tyler Lux. They are with Nexa Mortgage out of Northern Colorado. Fellas, great to have you aboard. Thanks, Justin. Justin, thank you so much for having us. Well, I'm really excited to have you guys because not only are you knowledgeable, but you're also very entertaining. So I think this is going to be a nice mix for our listeners uh, of both knowledge and maybe some laughs as well, which is always a good thing. Um, yeah, a bit of backstory on you guys. Uh, you've actually worked together uh, for 15 years now throughout uh, various industries, not just mortgages. So you know each other very well. Uh, but but currently you're with Nexa, as I said, and man, you guys are are killing it. Uh, just shy of a hundred million in volume last year between the two of you. And it it seems like you're just getting started. Um, and, and the focus for you guys, Quinn and Tyler, um, it's realtors, you know, and, and especially in this purchase market that we're in, um, that is that is something you guys are really dialed in on. So just just for starters, um, why has the realtor relationship been one that you've chosen to focus on as as you've grown your business? Well, Justin, first of all, of course, thank you again for having us. We're pumped. We love talking about this stuff. Um, and to answer the question just right out of the gate, I think um, if the name of this podcast is Good, Better Broker, there's an incredible book out there by Jim Collins called Good to Great. And that's, I think it sounds like the purpose of this podcast is to go from good to better, good to great. How can you make incremental improvement? And you know why we've chosen to focus on the real estate agent relationship being a broker is to take those real estate agents from good to better, from good to great. But the how we go do that, so that's the what. What what we're focusing on, real estate relationships. Why we're focusing on that is we all know, and we've heard this rhetoric so often that, you know, uh, as a real estate, uh, as a lending broker, you get most of your leads and, and a lot of your leads can come from real estate agents. Um, they're out there, they're creating, they're, they're, whether they're getting leads or they have repeat clients and referrals, um, they're, they're kind of the boots on the ground most of the time. So that's the why, but, but how we go do that is what's important. And, and I think the key word going from good to great um, good to better broker is experience. We have been hyper focused on the experience that we give, not to the client, the borrower, but to the agent. We see that real estate agent as the real client. And so our 
focus, and it is a sniper-like laser focus, has been on driving, executing, and providing an incredible experience for that real estate agent. Um, and I think Quinn can maybe jump in here a little bit and give us a, a little bit of our background and why that and how that came about. Um, but we've always been in a service industry. We've always been in this industries um, outside of lending that have always involved driving and creating an experience um, because that's what has provided, you know, for our families and that's what put food on our plate. Um, so our history, uh, Quinn and I as partners goes back uh, a very long time and is, is, you know, deeply rooted in friendship um, and then just evolved into business partnership. But Quinn, share, tell everybody kind of like that, that initial experience of what kind of hyper-focused us on, on driving an agent experience. Well, what's so interesting about that, Tyler, and thank you, and Justin, thank you so much for having us again, is about that story is Tyler and I actually originally met uh, and started our friendship and work relationship uh, bartending in the service industry over 16 years ago, right? So uh, client-facing, customer-facing, and in that world, that's the most important thing. So just continuously building off of what does a good client experience look like has transitioned from the service industry to other careers and, and businesses that we've launched together to now running a branch together and constantly keeping that mission and that goal um, front of mind has allowed us to really, really build a good business and build a strong business, um, not only from client acquisition, but honestly, you know, partnering with real estate agents. Because in our opinion, the number one client in, in our world is the real estate agent and making sure that they're happy. So, all right. So, so you both have said that line now. So I want to drill down on that just a bit further. The real client is the agent. Tyler, why is that the view that you both possess? Explain that for our listeners. All right. Let me give an analogy and we'll draw it back to the restaurant bartending service industry. So when you go and sit down in a restaurant, uh, you and the wife for Mother's Day, Justin, you probably had brunch or breakfast or dinner somewhere and you're out in the front of the house, right? Uh, sitting at the table, uh, the wife orders a mimosa, you get some appetizers, uh, and, and you guys are sitting there just enjoying and relaxing and enjoying your experience of not having to cook, of being served. Like, you're there, you know, from the moment that you walked in, you were greeted by a host or a hostess, uh, you were taken to your table, you asked these drinks, this whole experience is being created for you. But if any of you have ever worked in a kitchen or worked in a restaurant, what's going on behind the walls in the kitchen? It is chaos. It is stuff getting dropped on the floor and the prep chef is yelling at the cook and the cook's yelling at the line cook. And, and everybody's like, there's just mass chaos because they're so hyper-focused on providing and bringing out and delivering this incredible product so you can re relax, rest, and enjoy the fruits of your labor. That's how we see it. Like that's when lending world, there's stuff, there's never a perfect loan. There's always something that's coming up. There's always something from underwriting to appraisal to everything that's going on in the background. You have this mess and a fire that's going on in the back of the house, but in the front of the house, that real estate agent that we kind of, maybe a, a, you can draw the analogy as a server. Um, and then those clients sitting there, 
are enjoying the experience of purchasing a home or refinancing a home or selling a home. And we're in the background, uh, you know, just kind of organized chaos, but you never know that it's going on. You're out in the front and uh, enjoying the experience. I, I, I love that analogy. I really do. And now I'm hungry. So, so thanks, Tyler. I appreciate that. Uh, Quinn, paint this picture for us. What does a good mortgage broker, real estate agent relationship look like in your mind? Absolutely. Well, Tyler and I have always big, been big fans of working with, pe- working with people that we love and people that we want to go to a restaurant with and have dinner. Right, people that we want to have to our house to spend time at family barbecues with our kids. So that's number one. That's our first focus is we want to enjoy the people that we work with, and I'm sure that those people feel the exact same way, right? To where it's just a good relationship all the way around. But then there does come the professional side of it, of how are we getting transactions through to the closing table? How are we getting new clients? Right? How are we going under contract in today's competitive market and challenging market right now with everything evolving? And that's really where it starts breaking down to a system of what does a good relationship look like between a mortgage loan originator and a real estate agent? And for Tyler and I, it really comes down to empathy of understanding all parties. What does everybody want? Putting ourselves in each other's shoes, right? But also too, it's all hands on deck. So to go back to Tyler's analogy of of a restaurant, everybody has to be on point. There's no room for somebody to be, you know, lackadaisical or taking a day off in today's market. Everybody has to be very, very, very sharp. But the first job is, is to understand the borrowers. And I don't really like to use the word borrower. I like to use the word client. What are the client's goals? Do I, as a mortgage loan originator, understand the client's goals? Does the real estate agent understand the client's goals? But also it's the real estate agent and myself or the real estate agent and Tyler connecting behind the scenes to make sure, hey, did the real estate agent, do they have more information on the client's goals that I don't? I want to make sure that they, if I, I ask those questions, and then if I find something out about the client, I make sure I you know, relate or give that information over to the real estate agent. And then understand what, what's the client's goal for not just, you know, what's my monthly payment? How much cash do I need to close on this house? When do I want to move in? But I think a higher picture too, and a higher level of, is this a first time home buyer? Or are we dealing with somebody that wants to set up a real estate portfolio? Are we taking the time to also educate that client, not just from a lending standpoint, but from a real estate agent standpoint of what's possible in real estate? Hey, this might not be your forever home. Let's, you know, this might be your first home that turns into an investment property. This might be a first home that turns into a VRBO or an Airbnb. This might be something that we live in for a few years and go buy the forever home, right? So understanding what is it that they exactly want to accomplish so that way we can educate them and empower them on how to make the right decisions and help guide them. And Tyler and I have always said this, and this is a big way that we operate our businesses. We're not just about generating prequels or getting people under contract, our goal is to build strategies and build options for our clients to where they feel good about it, the real estate agent feels good about it, and we feel good about it, all parties involved. So going back to education, empowerment, but then again, every single mortgage loan originator says this, it's communication, but not just communication of updates of when appraisal has been ordered or if a CD goes out, those things, right? Or, hey, I have your prequel ready, but communication across the board of goals, what's going on during the transaction, 
But even before the transaction, let's all find out as a party because today's market is so competitive of what is it going to take to go win an offer? Let's find out the specifics of what's going on with that property. Is it vacant, right? Um, Do they need a post-occupancy with it? What type of offers do we have on the table currently? Are we going to be able to be competitive? What can we do to go win it from a lending standpoint? What can the agent find out for us? So as you, as you picture that whole big, the, all those moving parts, right? That's really where it, at the end of the day, Justin, it comes down to, are we a team? And is everybody finding out as much as they can? And are we all behind the scenes figuring out what can we do to help this client win? Instead of just throwing spaghetti up against the wall, but being very, very, very detailed in all parties involved. All right. So, so Quinn, you touched on this a few moments ago. And Tyler, I want to ask you, you know, in a market like this where it's so tight and, and inventory is still an issue and, and, you know, you still have these crazy offers coming in and, um, you know, let's face it, for, for real estate agents right now, it is, it is a stressful time. How can you kind of lend a hand to your agents and help them win an offer in this market, which obviously is going to mean a ton to them if you can play a role in that? Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the reasons that we're seeing some good success uh, in our branch right now is there people are coming to us because they're tired of submitting seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. Uh, the other day, we went under contract on one. They had submitted 23 offers on 23 different homes and didn't get any of them accepted. And the first one that we went and put an offer on, we won and accepted. Uh, because of what Quinn mentioned, we are building an all-encompassing strategy, not just a pre-approval. There's so many moving parts and factors that happen that can allow us to go win an offer. So, um, as we're going through, whether you're with working with your real estate agent, um, whether you're speaking to the listing agent or the client, you have to ask better questions to get better answers. If you ask better questions in anything in life, you're going to get better answers. And so um, we call that discovery and just being genuinely curious and not thinking that we have the answers or we know. And it's the beauty of being a broker too. We can we can be very flexible with the products and programs and lenders and everybody that we can go use to fit what that client needs. But if we don't ask better questions, we won't get better answers. All right. You, you mentioned the listing agent. And I want you to explain this one for our listeners, because uh, this is also a tactic that you guys employ, going after the listing agents. Tyler, why is that a play that you guys believe so strongly in? Yeah. Because of our lending partners, um, we, we kind of focus on, uh, you know, we have 136 that we can go use. We focus on a few, um, but because of our confidence in our lending partners, um, we know that we can make certain promises, so to speak, which are almost unheard of in this industry. Like you start saying something's going to happen. Everybody kind of looks at you and they're like, all right, whatever. Um, but the reason we love to look at that listing agent as a potential lead, as a potential future client is because we're again going to be hyper-focused on driving a great experience from them. Okay. Um, that starts with when we call that listing agent as the lender to make a listing agent phone call. 
that sounds, you know, we can walk you through that script here, but uh, we make that listing agent phone call, uh, walk through a script that we walk them through based on our client to help us win the offer. Okay. Now, um, as we're going through that, they are getting to see how we do business. They get to see our personality a bit. They get to see how we operate. Um, And then along the way, we are following up and following through with what we promised, what we made a promise to go do. Hey, I'm going to order that appraisal the day that we go under contract. Okay. So we don't have any delays and we're ahead of dates and deadlines. We're going to work towards having an early CD go out upon initial submission listing agent. Here's what that means. We're going to um, follow up and follow through with every single milestone using the technology at our fingertips, but also adding in. So that's the science part, but adding in the art of working to build a genuine, authentic relationship with that listing agent. So when At some point, and this happens all the time, uh, at some point in the transaction, they go, hey, how how are you doing that? Like, how did you get an appraisal in a VA appraisal out and done in five days? Um, And then we're eliciting questions. We're eliciting those things without just telling them. Um, and, And that's how we've ended up earning a lot of listing agents business. Yeah. Actions obviously speak louder than words. Quinn, just just to get your thoughts on that as well, you know, the way that you guys try to try to work the relationship with the listing agents, you know, to, to ultimately get them to notice you and, and try to cultivate a relationship there. Absolutely. And when we're working with listing agents, part of it, what Tyler and I believe in is we're not just calling them and saying, Hey, you know, we're going to do a, a two week close on this or a three week close on this but communicating with them throughout the transaction and letting our actions speak louder than our words to truly earn their business, right? Giving, making them the client in this transaction as well to where at the end, Tyler and his goal is for them to go, wow, you delivered on everything you said. Uh, you know, here, here's my book of clients pretty much, right? That's the goal because why not, right? You've got two real estate agents right there that you get to work with in a live transaction, and Quinn, just just for a second, I want to jump in real quick because what Quinn just said, it, we see that happen pretty consistently, but here's how it happens. Um, they don't just open up their whole book of business to us. They usually give us one or two of their very toughest files mm-hmm. <laughs> right out of the gate. They're like, oh, these other ones are easy. This lender's got them taken care of, but they give us like a really tough file. And what, what lending truly is, is you are mastering a puzzle. And, and human nature is to solve puzzles. That's our monkey mind. That's our brain. Like that is us working really hard to solve a puzzle. But what will happen with what Quinn said is, is they'll, they'll have a good impression. And so they'll go, uh, let me dip my toes in the water a little bit. Let me see what you can do with this person. And then you go deliver the exact same experience that you did on that listing. They are, you've earned their business for life. And that is really what's allowed listing agents to open up their business. So um, very true. Yeah. Tyler, you, uh, you mentioned a couple of minutes ago, uh, a script that there is actually a script that you guys have uh, for the listing agents. So walk us through it. What does it sound like? <laughs> you bet. Um, so uh, phone rings, and, and I don't know, Quinn. How many how many times do they actually pick up? What would you say? What's that percent for you? Uh, Fifty to seventy five percent range, yeah. right there, Tyler. Yeah, it's it's not all the time. So you're you're again, you're mentally prepared to leave a detailed voice message because that is going to be your only door, your only open opening to get this in here. But phone rings, you get the listing on on the phone call. 
Um, and it's an introduction. Hey, uh, this is Tyler Lux with Nexa Mortgage. I am reaching out in regards to 12345 Fifth Avenue Street. Um, did I catch you at an okay time, Quinn? Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, great. Well, uh, the purpose of my phone call today is to walk you through everything that I see on my end of the lending side for our clients. So uh, here is our situation. And then uh, I'm going to go through some, some things here. And if you have questions at the end, please let me know, because uh, I think you'd be crazy to not accept this offer, right? So you're, you're engaging them a little bit, uh, because we really believe that there's a difference between satisfied and engaged. So our, our focus is getting them engaged, pulling them into the conversation. So um, you say something like that early on with, hey, I think you're you're crazy to not accept an offer like this. And that offer could be 3% down, not a cash offer. It could, it could be 20% down. Um, so then I'm going to walk them through, hey, I have uh, verified funds and assets to close up to and beyond. 10% down. Uh, I have 740 plus credit scores for both borrowers. They're both W-2 uh, employees. Um, I have all documents that we need and I've actually already pre-underwritten the file, ran this through AUS. We have approved eligible findings. I'm sure you know what that means, listing agent, but what that means is we're closing on this home, uh, period, end of story. I've also discussed this with the real estate agent as well as the client, but they absolutely intend to see this all the way through. Okay. I'm planting a seed there when I say that because I want them to consider our offer, even if there's a higher and better offer, specifically cash buyer. Okay. Um, because we know cash buyers are fickle. And so I'm using empathy here is like, and I'm sure you've seen listing agent that. Uh, over time, you have had cash buyers and people who've really bid up on a home back out after inspection or appraisal when you know the, uh, when your feet hit the pavement and you got to go put your money where your mouth is. People back out. Uh, my clients have no intent to do that. We're going to see this all the way through. Um, additionally, we do have the unique ability to do a 10 to a 14 day close here if that's something that you need. Okay. Um, finally, I just want to leave you with this listing agent is the buyer's agent here. Uh, John Smith uh, is incredible. I have done multiple transactions with him. And here's what I love about John. He knows how to manage his clients really well. There are no surprises. There's nothing that we don't know or see or can foresee. Uh, so again, um, we're going to see this all the way through. And I'm really excited and look forward to earning your future business, but really working with you on this one. Mm. That's great, Tyler. And if I can add to that is on top is that that's the first step in the, in the process, right? Yeah. But then there's so many more steps as we go throughout the transaction to really get that listing agent to notice us as we go throughout it. And that first step from that phone call of going next, okay, we have a lender letter, right? Sent from Tyler Lux and I, we have the AUS findings sent with the lender letter, yeah. which is a huge play that Tyler and I've been using lately because it's an education standpoint. It's a speaking point when you connect with a listing agent. Maybe that listing agent's a brand new agent and they don't know what DU findings are. So it allows us to educate them, teach them something, build trust. Or if it's an experienced agent, they know, hey, this is a solid offer right there and that they know what we're doing and that we mean business. But then it's, it's, it's going above and bond, beyond as we go throughout it, right? Making sure that we give them a phone call as soon as we order the appraisal and say, hey, 
you know, John Smith, Mr. Listing Agent, just an FYI, please be prepared. Your phone's going to ring from one of our um, appraisal management companies to schedule that appraisal. Make sure you schedule at the first available date. So they're already on the lookout for it, right? And then give them another text or a phone call once we're conditionally approved. Give them another text or a phone call or an email letting them know that the CD's been out. Attend the closing. That's another huge one, right? Yeah. We see so many LOs not attending closings right now. That's where the magic happened. We just worked so hard to go find a client, to get an agent relationship, to go through underwriting, to get approved, to close, all these different things. That's where we get to go celebrate. That's yeah. where we get to, to truly make relationships with our with all clients, listing agents, buyers agents, clients, title companies, and just be ourselves, right? So yeah. that's huge. But then also, also that too is never forgetting about the transaction. So as we after we've closed after 30 days, sending a bomb bomb or sending an email thanking everybody for their hard work that it took to see that transaction through to the closing table is I think is another really good way to stay forefront. Uh, and top of mind for all these clients here. <laughs> Quinn Moran and Tyler Lux from Nexa Mortgage in Northern Colorado. Guys, really appreciate you joining us. Tremendous conversation, tons of great value for our listeners. Thank you very much for your time. You got it. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Justin. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review. And look for another new episode coming your way two weeks from now with more expert advice from independent mortgage brokers around the country. I'm Justin White. We'll see you next time on Good Better Broker.